Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Alrighty, folks, something that I deem is very important and something I hope my name is attached to in the years to come is something my good friend, Mr. Bill Allen, has just started called Teenage Tycoon. Bill, I know it's snowing outside where you are, so you're in your home office. Uh, why don't we just remind people who you are real quick, and then let's talk about Teenage Tycoon, because I really do think it's uh, it's going to be something pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually in my kid's playroom. I don't have a home office anymore, so <laughs> I hope this works out all right. Um, my name is Bill Allen. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. It's pretty rare we get snow here, but we got six inches last night and it's coming down hard right now. So um, I've been flipping and wholesaling houses for the last like 10 years. We've done over a thousand of those by now in the company. It's pretty cool to look back and see that uh, journey. And I'm a retired Navy test pilot. So I like to fly around my plane, um, uh, go to different events, do yeah. uh, fun things like that. So there you go. Um, and uh, if you guys don't remember, I've told Bill Allen many times in my audience that he's on my Mount Rushmore of investors, uh, real estate investors, uh, because he is just as authentic as you see him here on this channel. He is in person, which is pretty rare these days. Uh, so, Bill, um, thank you for thank you for being who you are. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's I, I think it's important. Like uh, I was given a presentation to a couple thousand people this week, uh, this past week in South Carolina. And I showed, you know, I showed all these pictures, me and my wife and our kids, and then a picture of my son, James. And, and it's like the, on the perfect day, like these pictures are taken on the perfect day, perfect shot. Um, yeah. The whole rest of the day on that photo shoot was a disaster. I mean, the kids are screaming and running around. And then just right after that, I just remember this time where I'm sitting in my car and I had to drop my wife off and I was going to be alone with the kids for a while. She was going through some stuff and I'm just in tears. And I remember taking a picture. So I showed that right after to give these people a uh, a real sense of what it takes a lot of times to just be human. Like we're all, yeah. you know, wear, you know, all the stuff on our sleeve. It, um, and most people don't talk about it. Don't want to show you the, the real stuff because I, that's 80% of it is, oh, yeah. is the hard times. The 20% is what you see in the light and at the events and things like that. So, yeah. Well, I actually want to move on to something that I really think could potentially change generations to come. Yeah. And that is something you're calling Teenage Tycoon. Yeah. Why don't we remind folks of the inspiration for that? You've now started it, so you're you're yep. weeks into it, so we can catch up on that. But why don't we talk about the inspiration first? Yeah, so we we run an event um, every year called Flip Hacking Live, and it's a bunch of house flippers and wholesalers getting together. And we've been doing it for about eight, eight years. This will be ninth year. And little kids started coming. There was a young girl that came with her dad and um, she was really it. Her name's Riley. And I think that's kind of where it all started is Riley would sh showed up to an event and would listen to the podcast and go with her dad. And they actually started like making YouTube videos together. And Riley was holding the camera and the star and she was probably, she was probably like nine or 10 years old. Maybe, maybe, yeah, probably 10, nine or 10, like my son's age, my oldest son. And, um, and then, you know, that inspired like her wanting to come to these events and, and be a part of her dad's business. Her, her dad's divorced, and it's, it's what they do to spend time together. And um, 
And then we started seeing some other kids coming to the event. And next thing you knew, we probably had 10 or 15 kids there with their parents, ages yeah. like seven and up. And they're sitting front row, taking notes, learning those kind of things. And I never thought that would be something that, like when I was a kid, I didn't go to conferences. My dad didn't take me to- Didn't even know they were around. No, <laughs> personal development wasn't a thing for me. My dad wasn't a big Tony Robbins fan or anything when I was a kid. Yeah. So I, it just never had been, um, it never seen that. And so- uh, so one year, about three years ago, I put actually put Riley and her dad on stage to talk about what they were doing together because um, it was really cool. And what that did was it inspired some other kids to go out and actually flip houses. We have uh, five or six kids in our community that have flipped multiple houses now. We have a, four, wow. a kid, who, uh, I, I say kid, like a young young man, I guess, uh, young person. He's 14, just turned 14. He's flipping his third house right now. Wow. And um, and donated a thousand dollars to our charity actually to get one of these sweatshirts at our last event. So he it was really cool to see. And so that that kind of inspired something um, to say, why are we not like we're doing this? We're we're doing this education. We're teaching the parents so that they can provide a better life for the kids. Um, what if we can help the parents too and just kind of you know educate us all together? In fact, a lot of what we're doing, the parents are learning uh, a lot in it too. So we we I think that a lot of financial um, there's a lot of financial uncer uncertainty and, and there's like a, there's like a lens between what's real and what I think banks, I think really society, if I would just call it society or the world, um, wants us to know, I think, uh, wall street, I, the banks, um, credit card companies, pretty much everybody just, they want us to be financially illiterate because then they'll make a lot more money and we, we won't understand what, We'll need financial advisors. We'll need all these people to help us with our with our money, and, and it'll be really confusing. And so, I think that's a lot of what my dad thought growing up. He was very much like, you know, we got to take care of other people. We got to make sure that um, that people get educated and trained up, even especially people who don't have a lot of money and, and aren't well off. And so, mm -hmm. it was. Uh, I I think somebody needs to step up and educate people, and I think we all do. Frankly, I think we all do. So yeah. that's that's really what it's about. The thing that I see in Teenage Tycoon is something that I experienced, sort of my experience and then my daughter's experience. So my experience as a, you know, a kid was money was a stressor. If money was around, dad was happy. If money wasn't around, dad was not happy. And there was a lot of time money wasn't around. So that's the baggage that I carry. Then I look at my daughter, who, oh, by the way, is now 32 so she's definitely on the other side of this but she didn't have she didn't have the struggle that we had and i would argue that one of my regrets as a father is i didn't really have the money conversation with teresa we didn't really talk money and that's a failure on my part i should have i don't know forced it or tried or whatnot but the other thing I remember now, just looking back, because you're doing this teenage tycoon thing, Teresa probably wasn't in a state to listen because when they become teenagers, you're, you're, you're as a parent, you're like the last person they want to listen to. Yeah. However, if there is someone outside the family that has that discussion, they're more receptive. So what I love, what I've already seen in teenage tycoon is you're involving the parents and the kids together. So A, they can hear the same message. They can hear the vocabulary. They can hear the context. 
They could share mistakes because all parents have mistakes with money. And you're just, you're facilitating what would likely be not a conversation. Or if it was, it was probably uncomfortable because money is just that, that thing we don't talk about. It's, it's, it, it's wrong. So I, I applaud you and it's, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. So I agree with you. I remember when I was coaching my son's soccer team, Will, he, I was the coach for a few years and every other kid listened, but except for him, like he just wouldn't yeah, get in line. Exactly. Your dad, right? Yep. Like, and, and so about two, two years ago, I said, I'm not doing this again. Like, I'm just not going to coach you, buddy. And then he was in line. He was listening. He was paying attention. He was all the things were happening. And even though I think I'm a pretty good coach and I want to, I want to do that. Um, there's just something about, I, I do think we can train our kids to listen to us very well. And, and he does, he's, he's a good boy, but if somebody else is going to talk about money, he's going to listen a lot closer than if I am. Exactly. And so that's what I'm seeing inside the program a lot is, and most people will say, well, I teach my kids money. Like we, we talk about no. it, we teach them those kind of things and that's fine. Um, but I'll tell you, I think. Do you really get... think, no, hold on. Do you really think most people talk about money with their kids? Come no, on. I don't. But I think in our circles, probably. They're oh, trying. maybe. Well, that's. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's, you have a. I would say it's most people circle. on most people on social media that are responding to okay. some of the stuff that we're doing and you know, friends right. of mine, other entrepreneurs, things like that. Um, but right, I'll tell you, it's another level of what my son is. I think the problem is I'm the teacher. So <laughs> we were, we were on the kickoff call the other day and he's, he's acting up. I got him sitting next to me while I'm doing the, the hour mentorship call and he's spinning around in a circle, not paying attention. I'm like, here we go. I'm here gonna, we go again. It's yep. a soccer coach again. Yep. And that's, uh, that's kind of what it's been. You know, I built this for him. And what I realize is uh, I'm going to help everybody else. And I'm going to, uh, we have some other mentors and trainers and things like that that come in. So he'll, he'll glean some stuff and learn from that. So, yeah. So let's talk about it. So it went from vision board to, you know, building. Now you're executing what, two, three weeks into this? Where, where are we in this, this um, journey? Yeah, this is our, this is our third week actually. Yeah. So the first week of January, we started, we had a kickoff call that Thursday. So we kind of set it up. I don't know if you, you, if you're watching this, you remember TGIF. It was like, uh, when I was a kid, we would sit around the, the watch TV for like two hours. It was like family matters and a couple other shows. And, nice. um, that was the kind we'd have dinner as a family. Then we watched TGIF and it was like something to look forward to as a family. So we wanted to set it up where the families could actually have a night where this is what they do. And it's a, you know, like a money night. And we're talking about money, entrepreneurship, business, those kind of things. So every Thursday night we do a call. Um, it's really every other Thursday night right now, but this Thursday, I'm going to announce it that I'm going to do it every Thursday. Cause oh, wow. um, okay. I'm bringing a, every two weeks we bring in an expert to talk about uh, something, business money, things like that. Uh, a public figure that would never come talk to me and you, but they'll come talk to the kids. And it's been nice. really cool to, for the response that I've gotten from a lot of these people. That's amazing. And so we're doing that on Thursday nights. And um, the first kickoff was kind of an intro of, you know, what this is, talk about money a little bit, some of the mindset around money. And then I gave them an, an exercise and activity to do for the next two weeks. And Ooh. so what I, on Christmas, Christmas morning, I, we opened all our gifts with our family and then it was raining here. So not snowing. I wish it was snowing actually, but it was raining. We moved the cars. I moved the cars out of the garage and the kids, cause my little kids are five and seven. They got new bikes. Okay. And they wanted to ride their bikes. So I sure. drew a little kind of racetrack in the garage and I moved the cars out and they rode their bikes around the garage. And while they were doing that, my wife's been kind of telling me that I need to clean out the garage for a long time. <laughs> so I started cleaning out the garage. And um, when I do something, I don't do just like a little bit. So I'm oh, getting yeah. this thing, like I'm moving everything. I'm like 
you know, throwing things away, packing huh. stuff up, you know. And I found a couple things in there. Um, it was a stroller, so a double stroller from when our kids were little. A really nice mm -hmm. double stroller. It's probably like $850, $900 when it was brand new. And then a jogging stroller that I hadn't used. I hadn't used either one of these <laughs> in a couple of years. And so they were they had like cobwebs on them and like spiders yeah. and spider eggs and stuff like that. So I said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to, I, we just don't need these. Let's list them for sale. Yeah. And I, I did it all like in the moment I cleaned them up. I even said, man, I wish Will was here to help me clean these up. I bet he could clean them up and like help me list them and stuff. But I was just in the, I was in the zone. You were in the you know? zone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I cleaned them up, took pictures, put them up on social media and sold them that day for $200 total between the two of them. There you it's go. like 150 and 50. And I was like, wow, $200, $200 not to change my life. But if he would have gotten them, cleaned them up, taken pictures with me, I posted them and he showed him some negotiation and trained him how to do that. I would have given him all 200 bucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so this, that was the light bulb that I had for this kickoff call on the Thursday, January 4th was all of the kids going to their parents at the end of the call and say, go in the attic. There's something in your house. And we talked a little bit about being motivated, a little bit about, um, about brand new value and then as is value. So mm -hmm. understanding that where we're not talking about houses, we're not talking yeah. about cars here, talk about anything like old monitors. And so I just asked them in the chat or, you know, unmute, tell me, this is all on zoom. They're all around yeah, the country. Yeah. Tell me what you guys have in your house that you might be able to sell. And one kid's like old video game system, you know, computer monitors, uh, yeah. uh, clothes, like all this stuff started showing up. And I said, all right, here's your, here's your mission for the next two weeks. Go out and go to your parents and ask them if you can go up in the attic and you can find some things that will be valuable to sell online. And I want you to clean them up. I want you to add some value if you can. I want you to post it, take pictures, post it, write a description and sell these things and negotiate and and then work with your parents of whether they're going to give you the money or maybe you split the money or you get a commission or something like that and then in two weeks we're going to take that money and we're going to kind of see what we can do with it next because your parents aren't, aren't just going to give you stuff all the time to sell for the rest right. of the next years but this will give you some seed capital to kind of kick off what we do inside our teenage tycoon businesses that you want to start yeah. And so, um, so we did that and w this Thursday will be two weeks. The exciting part for me is the next speakers that are coming this Thursday are some friends of mine that teach people how to go to garage sales and, and sell stuff and flip exactly it. where my brain was going. Yes. Yeah, so they run a flipping university right now to teach people how to make tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars flipping stuff online from, you know, Craigslist, eBay, uh, finding things at garage sales on the side of the road, stuff like that. And they make they do seven figures flipping things and they have a university to teach people. So they're going to come talk about, hey, now that you've done that and seen that, what, let's let's figure out how you can take that money and maybe go to a garage sale or a yard sale and actually double it and triple it and quadruple it. So that's kind of how we'll stack these things. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, that's exactly what where my brain went is the next step is take the seed capital, go figure out what you can buy or sell, buy low, sell high, get good at an area. Right. Is it hot wheel cars, cabbage, or whatever it is, right? Whatever your thing is. And you are your own little business. Yep. You're it's a business at that point. And you get to interact with, you know, uh consumers and get to deal with negotiations, maybe even some returns from now and again. Um, this is amazing stuff. Oh, this yeah. I mean, there's stuff. marketing, there's taking a good photograph and writing a good description. 
and then maybe adjusting pricing depending on yeah. how the response is. So there's there's understanding the market. There's a negotiation in there. Once somebody says, "Hey, would you take fifty dollars when you list for a hundred? You know, right. there's all kinds of things that they can start learning in there. the The other piece that we kind of discount is all the research that I did ahead of time before I listed those things. Like I had no right. idea what I could sell them for. So I went and looked at what I paid for it. How much was it brand new? I went and looked to see what else is on the market right now in our area on Facebook Marketplace and how much are they selling exactly. it for? Yep. Um, is Can I see any sold stuff on eBay or Facebook or things like that that has sold? And then, you know, I'll set my price point. And, and so all of that stuff is what we'll teach him on next Thursday. Right now, I just said, hey, you know, think about it, learn it. We kind of talked through some of those things of, of what I was doing. And then after that, um, the next one, the two weeks after that is a, a conversation around what to do with the money now that you made it. So different buckets that you'll put it in, how to save, how right. to invest. And then, yeah. um, and then two weeks after that, we actually have the author of the book that we're all, so we do a book club once a month with the kids. And yeah. we, every Saturday morning, we go through one chapter of the book or maybe two chapters if it's a longer book. And we talk through their takeaways, um, what they're thankful for, their biggest takeaways. And I have the author wow. of the first book coming to talk to them um, at on you know two weeks after that. So that's going to be. Really and the cool. first book is? Can you, can you share? Uh, it yeah, the, yeah, for sure. The first book is a book called Swim. Um, oh, it's yeah. it's my friend Walter Bond. He's been coming to our events, speaking at our yep. events for years. He's an incredible public speaker in the world. He's in the Public Speaking Hall of Fame. He was a professional NBA basketball player. So he talks about the shark, the sucker fish, and the parasite in this book, Swim. Yep. And it's a, it's a really great book and it's kind of, it's setting the tone for the mindset of how you want to be a sucker fish and you want to attach yourself to a shark. And mm -hmm. so, you know, the sharks, he's got six principles in that book about sharks. Uh, like they always keep swimming. They look up, they don't look down, like things like this about a shark and how you can be, um, you know, how you can have the right mindset as a person. And then a sucker fish is like the mentee that attached to the shark and the shark takes the, the sucker fish swimming into waters that they never would have been able to go on their own. So that's like a mentor and mentee relationship. And then the sucker fit or the uh, parasite is around there. Like the sucker fish cleans the parasites off the shark. The parasites there just to yeah. suck a little bit out to try to stay alive. And you don't want to be the parasite. So we're going through yeah. that book. And then Walter's going to come talk to the kids on February 15th about, you know, writing it, where it came from and teaching them even deeper lessons in all this. But I'll tell you what, Michael, these Saturday mornings are, we've had two of them. They are insane. These kids are like, are taking pieces from the book and and talking about their life. Like uh, one of the one of the guys we talked about, um, he's he said he lost his job because somebody had told uh, had had told told his boss something that wasn't true. Lost his job, and so he just kept going. He just kept moving. He could have sat in his house and gotten upset about it, but he went out and got another job and worked really hard at that. And he's watching, he's saying, you know, in my job, I'm watching all the other people that are higher up than me, like my managers and how they show up and how they dress and how they perform in the job. So I can um, replicate that success in my, in my job at Walmart. And so it's been really cool to watch these kids kind of come out of their shell and a 12 year old little boy talking about the takeaways of a book that, you know, most parents haven't read for a yeah. incredible moment. Yeah. This is going to be fun to watch. It's already evolving. It's already, it's fun to watch the success. If somebody wanted to learn more, ask questions, uh, A, how do they follow you? B, where do they go? Where do we send them? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, um, I, you know, I have uh, an, a whole area that I put up videos on uh, YouTube and uh, I fly around. Uh, Michael and I did an interview. It's on there. A lot of your people came over and said, hi, it was really cool to see. Oh, good. Um, and, um, and we'll put a, why don't we just put a link in the description to the, to the Teenage Tycoon. 
Does that work? We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. We can put a link there. And what are they going to find when they get there? You think? What, what, um, what so there's there? it's it's a page where they can kind of learn about what it is, uh, what do we have going on, and uh, it's just like book a time with my team to talk about it and see if it's a good fit for yeah. for your family. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of ages for this. We have we we really allow any ages in, but we encourage the uh, the book club to be twelve and and up. So sixth yeah. sixth to twelfth grade. The next book we're reading is The Millionaire Next Door. Oh, I love that one. Oh, it's one of my favorites. And yeah. uh, so one of my prized possessions is an autographed copy from Tom Stanley. Ah, so I love that. So one. Walter coming to speak to the kids gave me an idea. And unfortunately, he passed away um, not too long ago. But mm -hmm. um, I'm in the process of trying to catch up with his daughter, who uh, they ah. wrote a book together um, yep. called The Next Millionaire Next Door. Um, so and she runs a financial service business and stuff. So I, I just, I feel like this might be a thing. I like, what if I can bring in all the authors of the books yeah. that we're reading? To talk to I think kids? you can, if you, if again, what I know about um, authors having written two books is they will do almost anything to get to the next generation. And yeah. they'd love to, t they love to talk to people that read their book. There's nothing bigger than like, one of the things I'll do for any book club that does my book is I'll show up just like Walter and say, okay, What'd you guys take away? That's so, awesome. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure she will come. Uh, if she well, when we get note. to the real estate portion uh, a little later in the um, a little later in the course, yeah. I suspect that we might be reading uh, your book and my book and some other great real estate books. Because yeah. I mean, your book would be fantastic for kids to read. Like, no doubt about it. Especially if they start understanding rental properties from an early age. Like, that's yeah. a game changer for for any person, right? Yeah. Again, back to what you've done already, right? If you can bust your butt during the day, do this flipping business, buy assets, do it for 10 years. You're done. That's, that's the yep. game. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, so there so will yeah, be a that, link. Yeah, Go we ahead. can, that, that's pretty much it. You can talk, kind of understand a little bit more about it and, and figure out if it's right for you. Um, right now we are doing a founding members rate. Is it okay if I share oh. the price? I mean, is that, yeah, right? go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We were kind of like messing around with the price a little bit. One thing we found that was really cool is there's a few States that do grants for homeschool families. And oh. so we've had a lot of homeschool families come in and pay in full with a grant from the state that pays for this. Because if they, no if they can find something where the education is not something they can teach their kids, then they'll sponsor it. So um, huh. so we've adjusted the price. We were actually going to be $10,000 or $1,000 a month. And that's per family. So if you had you know five kids, six kids, 10 kids, three kids, um, that's how we set it up where the, the, all the kids are in it in your family. Mm. Um, but we, we launched a founding member price at $500 a month or 5K a year. Okay. And, um, and that was really like in the sweet spot of these uh, homeschool families and the grants. Mm. So we kept it there and we're planning okay. on keeping it there for a while. Um, so wow. That's uh, what we were planning on putting it out for. That's amazing. It, um, it's going to do well. The other thing I want to highlight for folks, again, a lot of folks that are watching my channel have W2s, have this kind of natural inclination is I want the parents to realize you're signing up for something too. This isn't yeah. just. Yep. Take your kids, throw them in front of a computer, and you could, you know, go do something else. What I see in this is you're together, you're learning as well, and also you're there to support. So if you're gonna, if you're in my community and this is something you're looking at with your kids, realize it's a commitment for you too. The Thursday nights, the Saturday mornings, realize there's some commitment on your behalf. I think that's fair. Yeah. Can, can I talk to that a little bit for a second? Yeah. Go it's, ahead. I think, I think there's some, like, we, if you're going to book your kid in for soccer or ballet or something like that, like, um, or an instrument. So you think about that. It's, you got this, these extracurricular activities, which is pretty much what this is. You, 
your coach, the coach is not going to buy the soccer cleats and get the shin guards and fill up the water before the game and make sure that they have everything and drive them there and all that stuff. And I, I feel like in the beginning, a lot of parents were like, I'm not sure if my kid's going to sit in front of a, uh, in front of a computer screen and do this, or is going to read this book. Um, you're going to have to get them to do some of this stuff. Like if you really want the output from it, um, you got to be involved. So I know like when my son has to go to Cub Scouts, he, he does not want to go to Cub Scouts that day. Hmm. Tuesday nights, when I'm taking my kid to Cub Scouts and getting him dressed, he is like, I don't want to go. I want to play with my friends. And then we get to Cub Scouts, and he does not want to leave. He will not <laughs> leave. The, he, he wants to stay there all night. I'm like, dude, we got to go. He's like, no, no, five more minutes. Same thing. Get him to soccer. Same thing. I get him to church on Sunday. We go to church on Sunday. He doesn't want to go in the morning. But he's in that. when I get him there, he never wants to leave. And that's what we've set up here. So if you get the kids there, like we'll take care of it from there. But you got to do, like Michael said, you got to do, you got to, you know, you got to get the book. You got to make sure that they're reading the chapter. You get them to show up on Saturday morning and open that computer, computer I'll pull them in. And my there staff will pull them in. And mm -hmm. uh, and they'll come, they'll not want to hang up the call. Um, that's what I'm seeing with them right now. It's really cool to see. The other thing that I'm willing to bet is your kids will find new friends. And some of them need new friends. Yep. I don't know about, you know, I'll, I'll just look at myself. Some of my friends suck when I was a teenager, high school dropouts, yeah. Oh, yeah. druggies, all of that. So if you can pay a couple of bucks to get them around others that are like-minded, not a bad idea. Yeah. The, the other thing I didn't mention is we, so I, I did say it was 5,000 for the year, $500 a month, but we don't have any contracts. So if somebody wants to come in for a month and they realize it's just not for their kid, they're not using it. They don't like it. You, you're, you're, there's no, well, you owe me 11 more months. It's, it really just is kind of come and come and see, check it out. Yeah. Um, see if it's for you. And I don't know. I mean, this video will be up here for a long time. So I have no idea what it'll be a year or two from now, but that's what yep. it is now. There you go. Bill, you're amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. I really do think uh, Teenage Tycoon will be something you are known for uh, decades to come, even above Philip Happy Live and a thousand units and all of that. So keep it going, man. You're on to something. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to uh, to giving updates as we go and, and what these kids are really doing, how much money they're making. So thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks, buddy.